it's David Brody from Elvis Chair in the Morning Show with Jamie from Light FM in New York. Hi, Jamie. Hi, how are you? So I think this is Walkers and Talkers 13. Yes. Is that, that correct? Sounds, I think that sounds right. <clears throat> now, people would say that's an unlucky number. I don't believe in that stuff, but <laughs> I feel like uh, maybe it will. So uh, episode four of Preacher, for those of you just uh, finding the podcast, it's normally a Walking Dead podcast or Fear the Walking Dead podcast. Those shows are on hiatus. So we've been talking about Preacher, which is on AMC in the slot that those shows occupy. Yes. I want to backtrack for a second because I read some stuff about The Walking Dead uh, that I'm kind of excited about. Uh, if you if you watch other bloggers on YouTube or you go on thewalkingdead.com, there's a lot of websites that interview people on, on the show and producers and writers. And so I heard two things that I found very interesting. One is that they filmed all 11 people at the uh, 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 that Negan was holding hostage. Uh, in a death scene, right? In a death scene. I they, heard that yesterday. Yeah, they filmed, right, all 11. So and I all, thought, could this be true? So if any footage leaks out, you have no way of knowing Ugh. if it's the actual person killed or just one of the 11, which they've done before. Other shows have done this, and I'll, I'll mention that in a That's second. That's a lot of work. Now... <laughs> So, so there is a, a, a scene where Rick gets killed and Carl and, and Abraham, everybody. Did you see it? Uh, no, oh, no, oh, okay. no, no, no. None of them have been leaked. Okay. But if one were to leak or the sound from one of them would leak. You can't trust you it. You don't know. You can't trust oh, it. Oh, God. The interesting thing is if that's a lie and one of them leaked, it could be the real one and there are no other 10. So you just think automatically, ah, oh, it's probably not him. I think, right. I think that, no, I, I think that they actually filmed the 11. Now, there was a show on in the 80s called Dallas. And it was the biggest cliffhanger in TV history, pretty much, at that point. Uh, there was a character on the show named J.R., played by Larry Hagman, who's now dead. And he was the bad guy. It was like a nighttime soap opera. And the episode ended where you see a gun come into the room. You just see the gun. You don't see the hand on the gun. I think it was a glove on the hand. And the gun shoots him. And he falls to the ground. You don't know if he's alive or not. Oh. So the entire summer... Oh. Now, keep in mind, there weren't DVRs, so everyone watched it live, right? Oh, my God, yeah. So... Everyone who watched the show, and it was the number one show on television, or one of them, was it was Who Shot JR? That was the big slogan for the, the whole summer, was the big cliffhanger. <laughs> and eventually you found out who it was. If you haven't seen it, it's been, you know, 36 years, so you should have seen it by now. I'm not going to spoil anything, though. But what they did was, they filmed every single person on the show f- shooting him. They did that, too? Right. And wow. they even they even filmed him shooting himself, so oh they, my God. they showed him. So they show the gun, and then the camera pulls back, and it was everybody on the show one at a time. They eventually they showed you the, how they did it, but it was one person, obviously. But then, like uh, months later, they showed you on on some TV shows and on the, I guess the VHS tape if you bought it back then. I was gonna say, why did they do that? Because there wasn't internet or anything aiding we for it to leave. Because they really. didn't want the actors to know. They hadn't decided yet oh. who was going to be the one they killed. So the actors, so they wouldn't tell anybody. Nobody was told who the killer would or the shooter would be. So they had everyone on the show film the scene. Do you think the Walking Dead characters know? I, I think... Norman Reedus on some morning show said, yeah, he knows. A couple a of them have... Ago. Yeah, Carl uh, admitted it. Chandler he Riggs. Chandler Riggs, yeah. The difference is on Dallas, if you killed someone or if you shot someone, you weren't going to lose your job. You were still on the show. With the Walking Dead... You're off the show. You're, oh, you're, you're done. dead. You're done. So I think they have to tell the person because you have to sell your apartment in Atlanta oh. and get on with your life, and you know you're done. You're not hanging out with them anymore. So I think I think the person who gets killed knows. I just think they did it for security reasons, but it reminded me of the who shot Jr. And if you 
if you Google that, you'll you'll take yeah. a look. You'll see. But there's probably on YouTube the the scenes of everyone. And my favorite is when they show Larry Hagman when the gun the camera pulls back and it's him looking at the camera going, "Huh? What? I can't possibly be shooting myself." That's anyway, crazy. The other thing that I that I saw was that um, the actor who's currently playing Negan, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Morgan, was not the original choice. <gasps> oh, Henry Rollins, uh, the actor and singer, had auditioned. Okay. He wanted the role. Now, if you don't know who Henry Rollins is, look him up. But he is actually who many people feel, and Rob, Robert Kirkman has, has alluded to, is who Negan is based on. Okay. It's based on how Henry Rollins looks, how he acts, his sense of humor. Negan is Henry Rollins. So Henry Rollins knew this and auditioned, really wanted the part. And he didn't get he it? He didn't get it. Oh. They gave it to Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> oh, my God. So I've heard different theories that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was funnier or, mm. that, uh, or that the character long-term wasn't exactly Henry Rollins. Whatever the case, yeah. Henry Rollins really wanted the gig, especially since it's sort of based on him. Yeah. And he, imagine that. That you play, That's crazy. Playing the role of, of yourself, uh, of yourself and you is didn't get it. Not you. <laughs> yeah. So I, those are the two things that, from as far as the Walking Dead goes. I have a quick Walking Dead. It's kind of yeah. like a Walking Dead fast. Uh, so Greg Nicotero and Norman Reedus are opening up a restaurant together down there in Sonoya, Georgia, and it's called Nick and Norman's, and it's opening, I think, in like the next week or so. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you can go on their Twitter and like their Facebook, and they're getting a menu together and everything, and hiring everyone. You'll be there for opening day. I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, my goal is. To be there at some point, Nick and Norman's, it's called. Nick yeah. and Norman's. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure it's like zombie-related food. Now, Greg Nicotero is one of the uh, heads of the show. He yes. does all. He's the he's the head of the makeup. Makeup and and he also directs episodes. Uh, and awesome so, director. Awesome director. So hopefully, Daryl's staying around on the show so that the two of them, you know, can stay friends. Yeah. Don't run off into the restaurant industry. Yeah, we need <laughs> you yet. on the show, Daryl. We need you on the show. <laughs> now, speaking of The Walking Dead, um, I got an email about a cruise. I know about this. Okay, so if you're listening to this as a Walking Dead fan, Jamie is, I'm a a big Walking Dead fan, love the show. Jamie's crazy, goes to all the conventions, dresses up, (laughs) bakes Carol's cookies. Which are delicious, by the way. Yes, goes to all the Walker Stalker (laughs) things. So there's like Stalker Con on a ship? Yeah, it's Walker Stalker Cruise, and it's always in December, but it's too much money. I just started GoFundMe to send me there. (laughs) I think somebody should send you. I think as members of the media, someone should be there to cover it. I think I I could do that. I could be that person. AMC, if you're, yeah. <laughs> because they need they need the coverage. It's Walking just, Dead doesn't I'll get enough coverage. I'll even share a bed with a stranger. I don't care. Well, a lot of strangers well, are gonna be tweeting you later <laughs> at jmegs514. <Hey. laughs> I just I think that would be the most fun. I think it would be. Yeah. I think it would be, especially if people are dressed up and you know. Oh yeah, and all the all the actors are there, and how fun was that? Yeah, then you could report back. Well, by December, we'll know who was killed. So yeah, I was going to say if the cruise was next week, you could tell us who's not on the cruise. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't see Steve Yun here. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. So The Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, huge shows. So we're talking about Preacher, and it's up to episode four. Yes. Love the first episode. A lot I like of the action first and two. fighting. Yeah. The first couple were very good. And I'm a little concerned about the next two. Yeah. A little slow. Now, Fear the Walking Dead had slow episodes, but we stuck with oh, it. Oh, yeah. But they had a lot of slow episodes. Yes, they did. And and we stuck with it because it was a Walking Dead spinoff, and we felt like the people know what they're doing. But in the end, it started kicking ass, and we loved it. Right. Which is why I'm sticking with Preacher. Now, I don't want to sell the—I don't want to badmouth the show. No. Because we, we were enjoying it. I'm invested already. And more importantly, we need people to listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but what I did was, I did two things today. I— 
searched on Twitter for preacher and the word boring. And I saw a lot of people saying that it was boring. A lot of people saying episode one and two are great, but three and four were a little slow. So I'm hoping these are like bridge episodes and it's yeah. going to start kicking ass again. And we'll talk about this week's episode in a minute. What I did was I went to um, tvbythenumbers.com, which actually must have been bought by Zap to it because now it's tvbythenumbers, zap to it.com. Oh. <laughs> but if you type in TV by the numbers, it goes to the, the new site. Yeah. And you can check the ratings for a specific night or a week or whatever. So I looked at the ratings for this uh, past Sunday. And of course, Game of Thrones was number one. Yes. Why we're not doing a Game of Thrones podcast, you may ask? Because neither of us watches Game of Thrones. Yes. It's on my to-do list. Or as you called it earlier before we started recording. I said Games of Thrones. Games of Thrones. And, and you go, I said, how many games? How many games? I was like, whoops. <laughs> Did they have a spinoff? Like, Fear the Walking Dead? Have you seen Games of Thrones? It's totally different. Now, maybe what they should do is have a Walking Dead where only all the people that were killed on Game of Thrones come back as zombies. Oh, that'd be like a crossover. A crossover. Yeah, That'd and then all awesome. of a sudden, you know, Daryl's stabbing the king or the, the you know, all the people that were killed. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for anybody who's like, the king died. I don't know. I don't know who the king I don't is. Want, I, all I know is I watched John Oliver every Sunday, last week, tonight, and Game of Thrones on HBO is repeated after. It comes on before, but then it's repeated after. And sometimes I'm, I'm up late on Monday nights, on Sunday nights, rather, preparing for the morning show, and so Game of Thrones comes on in the background, and I hear the HBO music, and I don't, I don't pay attention. And I look up, and some woman's getting her guts ripped out, and oh. some guy's getting her head, his head cut off. And it seems like a lovely show. <laughs> and then I remember I watched The Walking Dead, where that happens. It happens all the time. But it's usually the people that are already dead. Like, it's the, the, the walkers, usually. Yeah. Except with the Negan episode, which is probably as oh. brutal as anything that's happened on, on Game of Thrones. And Noah, poor Noah and the revolving doors. So, yeah, I know. So, you don't have to tweet us. We have to be watching Game of Thrones. I have too many shows to watch. I just started watching Brain Dead. Well, I'm sorry. I just started DVRing Brain Dead. It's a political show. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it yet. So it's in that stage where you're hoping that people like it enough that it's going to get picked up because you don't want to start watching a show. And I think that's what happens to new shows. And then it's taken away from you. You, you, you don't want to watch it because if it goes like four episodes and gets canceled, you're like, I wasted four hours <laughs> minus commercials on a DVR. But so I usually record a few episodes and then watch if people, if the ratings are good. But then I feel like if everyone's doing that, the ratings won't be good. That's true. So I don't know if I'm helping or hurting. Okay. <laughs> I, I also feel like I have no input. Nobody cares. So I haven't watched that. I know Game of Thrones is great. I haven't watched Breaking Bad either. And, <gasps> oh, oh, my, my God. God. I, I haven't seen Office Space. Oh, my God. You need to see Breaking Bad. I know. Like, my, immediately. My wife bought me the Blu-ray. Oh, uh, the Blu-rays she's a great of wife. all of the episodes. Yes. That was, she's a great wife. But she was two years ago, and I haven't watched them yet. Fantastic. I, I know. But then as soon as I go to watch it, Daredevil's on Netflix, and Jessica Jones on Netflix. John Bernthal, we have to watch that. That's I, Shane. I know, right. So this every time I think I'm going to watch Breaking <laughs> Bad next, I say, when I'm on vacation, I'm going to watch Breaking Bad. I, I never get to it. I know it's great. I already know how it ends. I know it's the greatest show ever. I get it. I never watched Mad Men. I, there's, I didn't watch Mad Men either. There are great shows. You can't watch every show. Yeah. But I get that way. Like when people say I never saw Star Wars, I go, what? You never saw Star Wars? Uh, do you know, actually, fun fact, I only saw my, I saw Star Wars for the first time this year. The first, the yeah, actual? Yeah, like any Star Wars. But you saw the new one or you went back and no, watched episode the, four, Star Wars? I watched Wars. the original four, yeah. Star Wars, okay. Yeah, I watched four, five, and six. That's the way you should do it. Yes. That's how I was schooled how to do it because I hadn't watched any and I was like shamed for it. I, the people fight over this because people. I know this is a Walker and Talkers, Walkers yes. and Talkers part, but it's okay. It's sci-fi. <laughs> people will argue, and it depends on your age. But people who watch the original movies as they came out feel like you should watch them in the order they came out. In I other agree words, with that. Four, five, and six. Yeah. One, one two, two, three, three, 
and seven. seven. Now I would tell you, you don't really need to watch one, two, and three. Oh, that's also what I was told. I was said I was told watch four, five, and six, skip one, two, and three, and go right to seven. If you could watch two and three without watching one, I would say, all right, two is okay. It's it's getting better, and three's pretty good. Okay. The problem with watching them in the in one, two, three, four, five, six is things that happen in four, five, six don't make a hundred percent sense because one, two, and three hadn't been written yet. Yeah. So there's inconsistencies. Yes. Also, there's a lot of foreshadowing that's cool if you go, oh my God, that's Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Like you know what's gonna happen. On the other hand, it takes away knowing what's gonna happen if you watch them in numerical order. So you don't have it spoiled. Yes. Because you kind of know if you... Please, if I'm spoiling anything for Star Wars now, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's only been a long time. But you know when Star Wars starts with four and then five, the only Jedi that's alive is Yoda. Yeah. Other than the new cast, right? The old school Je- Jedi, there's only Yoda left. So you know when you see all the Jedis in one and two, something's got to happen because they're not in four. Exactly. Right. So I kind of... I Plus, I think four, five, and six are so good that they'll hook you on the franchise where you can put up with one, two, and three. I agree. But unless you're like eight, if you watch one as an adult, it's really kind of kid-like. That's what I've heard. Now, I saw Star Wars originally when I was a kid, so maybe when I was a kid, it seemed, you know, like I maybe if I watched one as a kid, it would be the same thing as when I watched Star Wars as a kid, the, first, yeah. the original movie, where I just accepted it and loved it. So, but I, I forced my kids to watch it the way I wanted them to watch. So, so there. That's the way I wanted it. And there's yeah. other ways of like, there's people like, there's a machete method where you edit certain scenes. Here's what I like, That's though. getting a little crazy. The next one that comes out, so Seven was out in December. Yes. The next one that comes out, Rogue One. When's that coming out? Well, it, it comes out in December. Okay. I think, right? Okay. Don't yell at me if I'm wrong. It could that be, sounds about right. It could have gotten pushed back, but I, uh, it's coming out end of the year. There's some refilming they're doing. They're unhappy with some scenes, but I believe it's coming out in December. It takes place before episode four, but after episode three, I believe. Oh, Lord. The cool thing about that is that Darth Vader's alive at that time. Yoda's alive at that time. So we'll get to see... Now, we're not going to see Han Solo unless they put a younger actor in there. Yeah. Which they might. Well, there's an actor that his is doppelganger. I can't remember his name now. Uh, Harrison Ford, but it was a young... So, okay, so maybe oh, they... Oh, not Hans. I'm thinking of Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill. Scratch that. <laughs> on, a, on, a, on a different podcast, if anyone's interested, you can tweet me at David underscore Brody. I met Mark Hamill. I'll give you the short version. Okay. I met him. He was, he's a friend of a friend when I was in my 20s, many years ago, many years ago. Um, it, it was a few years after Return of the Jedi was out, and I met him, and I was told, don't make a big deal. So four of us, oh. a friend of mine, I'll, I'll tell you the story. Friend of mine and I were going to see Jay Leno at Carnegie Hall many years ago. And my friend was in business with Mark Hamill. They okay. were in comic book business together. Oh, okay. My friend is one of the biggest comic book collectors and buyers and sellers in the country. And he and Mark Hamill were going to see Jay Leno. So he says, hey, let's all meet up. But listen, I'm going to bring Mark Hamill. Don't be all geeky. This is before I was in radio, so I didn't know how to deal with celebrities. <laughs> when you meet Mark Hamill, don't say anything. Don't like make a big deal. Don't draw attention. Just, Just he's act ma- like he's normal. He's Mark. I'm like, all right, yeah, no problem, fine. I was nervous. This is Mark Hamill, you know. So we get there, we're in the lobby, and he introduced me. It's my friend Mark. I say, hey, I'm David. It's my friend Scott. And Mark Hamill, um, he had like a, a knit cap on, and he had a beard. Kind of, He looked kind of grubby. If you, but Is this so people wouldn't know who he was I don't around? know, but that was his look, I guess. And I, it, it didn't bother me. I didn't think he looked grubby. I wasn't thinking, oh, my God, he looks grubby. He just looked like he was 
relaxed and like David Letterman looks now. Oh, oh, that's bad. Not, oh no, not that no. bad. He really not that, let not, no, not that bad at all. Not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. So we're in the lobby, and so I, I reminded my friend Scott, who I said, "Don't embarrass me. Don't make a deal." <laughs> And so he said to me, oh, my God, that's Mark Hamill. And I said, calm yourself. But that's it. So Mark Hamill says, oh, your name's David. Do your friends call you anything else? Now, I don't know what he meant by that. Like, like do you have a nickname? And and I I, like, I don't know if he wanted me to give like a like a Star Wars name. Like, I don't know what he was, you know, like Thunderfeather. I don't know what he I don't know what he wanted, but he was like, because when I said Mark, did he want me to ask him if he had a I don't know. So. It seemed like he wanted me to acknowledge who he was. <laughs> Your right. So I don't say anything and I'm Hawaii, whatever. Uh, so we go to see Jay Leno. They're in different seats because we weren't going together. Did you answer him? Yeah, no, I said I don't have a nickname. Oh, okay. So a- so afterwards, <laughs> afterwards, after the show, he says, Oh, there's an after party. Let's go to the after party. Uh, I'm in, um, you know, Jay Leno has an after party at Carnegie Deli. And if you, if you don't know New York, it's a very famous location where celebrities go and huge you know, sandwiches. Huge sandwiches. At the, they're like $25 sandwiches, but they're like a foot high. Yeah. They give you extra bread. It's really like they're selling you six sandwiches at once. <laughs> so he says, let's go to the after party. So we, we go to the after party. He goes, let me go in first and see if our names are on the list. And I'll, you guys aren't on the list, but let me see if I can get everybody in. So he comes out and he says, he has that look like I wasn't invited to the party oh. kind of look. And he says, uh, you know what? The after party's not at the Carnegie Deli. It's at the Carnegie Restaurant, which to my knowledge at this time back in the day, there was none. Oh. He's like, so we're going to just go to that. But um, I probably can't get you guys in. So, hey, it was great seeing you guys. What? So, he just so, did like an Irish exit there almost? Yeah. So, they, so Mark Hamill and my friend leave, right? Wow. So... I think, wow, I guess he was embarrassed to say he couldn't get in. Well, how could Mark Hamill not get in? Right. Well, maybe Jay Leno's like, I don't know, Mark Hamill. And the guy at the door maybe didn't care. I don't know. <laughs> so they leave. A couple days later, I speak to my friend. And he says, he's mad at me. Uh, what? I said, what, what's what's going on? He goes, Mark Hamill was very offended. <gasps> what, what did I do? You got you you and your friend were making fun of him because he didn't look, uh, he was a little you know disheveled. And he felt like you guys were making fun of him and, and putting him down. How did he get that idea? Because I whispered to him, like, oh, no. and he thought I was saying, like, look at him. Like, oh, no. I said, oh, my God. I was, no, you told me not to say anything. He's like, well, he was very hurt. You didn't acknowledge him, and you didn't, like, uh, ask him about the movies or anything. And but he told you not to. He didn't want to hear it. Oh. So we didn't talk for, like, until recently. Oh, my God. Um, and then he, he became... Uh, we're friends on Facebook now. Okay. And I haven't brought up that incident because I don't want to bring it up. I So I, I tweeted something. It was something, like a non-incident. <laughs> yeah. I, so I tweeted something to Mark Hamill, unrelated, and he tweeted me back. <gasps> no way. So I said, hey, Mark, um, we met once at Carnegie Hall in 19 blah, blah, blah. And uh, hey, you may have thought I offended you, but I didn't say anything. I swear to God. Oh, my God. And, and he didn't write back. Okay. <laughs> he, 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 didn't, he didn't write back. That's actually, that's hysterical. Can you imagine if he remembered? Yeah, he was like, "Are you? Oh, yeah, that was yeah. You and your friend Scott, you were talking about me. It was a long time ago. Yeah, and I guess he has a couple of things going on in his life. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just... it doesn't remember. But anyway, my Mark Hamill story, which is from Star Wars. I don't even know how we got talking to Star Wars. That's but... a great story. Okay, so let's Game of Thrones. Too many shows to watch is really where we were. So looking at the cable ratings, back to Preacher, which is why we're here. <laughs> yes. um, Game of Thrones, a three point eight share among eighteen to forty nine year olds, which is the target audience for most uh, advertisers and for our podcast. You know, yeah. Uh, but if you're younger or older than that, we love you. Thank you for listening. And thank you for putting up with that whole conversation, which had nothing to do with any shows on AMC. It was very entertaining. Oh, glad you, glad you, <laughs> glad you thought so. 
Family Guy gets a point eight. Down the list, down the list, down the list. Uh, Food Network stars, uh, next Food Network star is a point four, which is where we find Preacher at a point four. That means it's point four out of 100% of the available audience that night. So, uh, half of one out of 100. Okay. So, it would be, I guess, 40 out of 1,000 um. available listeners. Uh, so, but it's cable. So if you look at the shows that Preacher beat, George Lopez, point three, House Hunters International, point three. We don't do podcasts for those shows. No. <laughs> Teen Titans Go, point three. Uh, let's see. Law it, and Order SVU. It beat SpongeBob. SpongeBob got a point three. So Preacher is sort of in the middle of the pack. Yep. The highest rated, after point four, almost every other show, Silicon Valley, point nine. I hear great things about that. We may have to do a Silicon Valley. Okay. We'll have to binge watch that. I've heard that. about that. Yeah. Oh, uh, editor's note, we're off for the next two weeks. So no Preacher podcast for the next two weeks. Oh, I'm sad. Well, you can do one on your own. Tweet Jamie. No, J- I can't do it. No. Tweet at Jamex 512. Oh, that's very nice. And say, hey, Jamie, we want you to do one by yourself. And I won't be offended at all. Yes, I will. <laughs> so let's talk about Preacher. The reason why I looked up the ratings and I looked up uh, Preacher and Boring, and I don't want to go through everything on the show. I kind of just want to give an overview of this week's yeah. episode. That's okay. I kind of felt like those episodes of Fear the Walking Dead that weren't fantastic. Yeah. And I feel like something better happen next week. And I'll feel bad because I won't be here to do a podcast. Mm. Yeah. What were, what were your thoughts on this week's episode? Um. Well, normally I have like three pages of notes walking in here. I have only one page on one side. So not a whole lot happened. It was kind of drawn out a little bit. Um. There wasn't really anything groundbreaking. Well, the show opened where some hot girl in her underwear is running from guys with guns. That caught my attention. That caught my attention. And then when I saw what it really was, I was like, eh. Well, did it catch your attention because it was like, what's going on here? I thought she was being stalked and literally, because you see a guy with a gun, and I'm like, oh my God, who is this girl who's going to kill her? Because he's clearly going to kill her, you think. Right. And as it turns out, she's a hot girl that they were- Playing paintball. Playing paintball with. And then all all the girls that were being chased were, were- being hunted. As, and it was Clive who uh, Donnie bashed his head into the steering wheel and broke his nose. Right. That's who's chasing him with the pink gun. And Clive uh, used to be, right, it's Clive was the used to be with Tulip? No, Je- Jesse, right? Oh, yeah, 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 okay. So, so Clive, right, right. So they catch her, she falls into a hole, it's deep, she falls, she dies. Sinkhole. Sinkhole, and King Cannon, the bald boss... Uh, of Donnie it, oh, is apparently the reason why there's sinkholes forming because his company is causing sinkholes. So there's that storyline. Tulip watched the body being like lifted out by her feet, and she's like all offended that no one really is caring. Nobody cared. This girl's this, dead. She's a hooker, isn't she? Yeah, she's yeah. Part so, of the whorehouse, right? So it turns out all these girls are hookers. So you can hire them for paintball, <laughs> or you can hire them to be hookers. I think that's that's pretty cool for a town. Who that came it, up with that theory? Like, oh, let me just play paintball with hookers. So I guess if you I, look, I'm not saying women should do this. I'm saying in that town on this show, if there's, they're available for hire. Well, hey, there's not much to do there, so it's a very small town in Texas with tumbleweeds. So that was sort of interesting. The mayor goes to visit King Cannon and and get him to stop destroying the land and to bond with uh, to form a merger with a, a more eco friendly company that maybe would find a way not to have all these sinkholes where people are falling in. And he, King Cannon takes his manhood out and pees in the guy's briefcase. All over the paperwork. So he's a prick, literally. Ugh, I really don't like him. Uh, the two 
guys from heaven or the mystery agents. Dior and DeBlanc. Yeah, they're around. They're not really exciting. Well, Cassidy said, if you give me tons of money, I'll get, I'll bring Jesse to you. Right, so, so he took the tons of money and went and got a hooker. He got a hooker and, and drugs. cocaine and drugs, and he's all out of his mind. So he did, he did nothing that he promised. Right, syringes, all kinds of Ugh. things. So the thing I did like uh, about the episode, so uh, Tulip is at the whorehouse. And you By see the all, way, why does she hang out there all the time? Apparently, if you if you caught it, Tulip's mother worked there. Oh yes, you're and right. And she must have grown up there yes, while her mother was a she whore. She knows everybody. Because she said my mother was busy, you know, banging guys and helping them with their boners while I was downstairs. <laughs> well, she didn't quite say that, but right. It's so, so many words. So the guy with the beard, who, who I guess she had a relationship with at some point, right? He goes upstairs because the the woman Clive. Clive. The the mom, the mom, the madam of the house says. Everyone's really upset about the death, and Tulip was yelling at everybody. And she says, "You know what? Uh, it's for, everyone's for free. Everyone go get for free. So it's like happy hour. So everyone <laughs> grabs a girl and goes upstairs. Oh my god! Tulip is pissed. She goes up and thinks she's gonna beat the crap out of Clive. Oh yeah. And she she sees him having sex, and she beats him with a stick, and she throws him out, out the, the window, window. Except it was Cassidy the vampire. Yeah. Who has a big shard of glass in his neck? He's like just jugular is just pumping out blood. Right. She she he she grabs him. Says, let's go to the hospital in the car, and he says, "Kiss me." So she kisses him. Yeah, that was him. weird. I thought he was gonna like suck her life uh, force that, out. That's what I thought, and then he just really kissed her, and I'm like, "Oh, that was it." Like, what was that? He just used his shard of glass in his neck. So they go to the hospital. She goes to check him in the emergency room and get him help. He's gone. She finds him where in the room with all the blood. Yeah, like the donation room with blood. He's like sucking it out of the bag, and he'll be fine. Like so a, that was like interesting. A Capri Sun. That was interesting. <laughs> The guys, the the two mystery men, still want to get the spirit out of Preacher. Yeah. So that that's still going on. Oh, can um, we talk about Miles and Emily? Miles is the mayor. Yeah, the mayor. So the Gross. mayor, right? The mayor who had his briefcase peed on, <laughs> shows up at Emily's house. Emily is the waitress, yes. right? Who Preacher may or may not have a thing for going forward. Yeah. They're talking because he ba- he babysat for Her the kids. kids while she was out helping Preacher with doing something, buying a TV for the church. For the church. So, so he he sort of like is trying to get friendly with her. He's awkwardly. like, have, have a have a glass of wine. He's she's like, like nah. a like a creep trying to get her drunk to get her yeah, interested. Yeah, totally. So all of a sudden they're drinking, having a good time, and then and she laughing. says, she says, you realize we'll never be together. So at that point, I what were you thinking at that point? I was thinking he's gonna just you know be like, oh, all right, I tried, and leave. Right. So then I'm thinking the same thing that she's blowing him off. Don't get any wrong ideas. Yeah, like we're having fun. Goodbye. Right. Right. So then she stands up and says, you got to hurry this time. You almost got caught last time by the and kids. And she starts taking her pants off. She dropped her pants. Yes. Which, okay. I know you, you okay, you were grossed out, right? Because you thought this guy's a creep and he's a loser. Oh my God. I was so grossed out because he is awful. Right. But see, you're you're a girl and that's what you thought. As a guy, I thought this is so hot. Because, it would be hot if it was anybody. But she's the- hot and the way she like. Basically said, "Let's do this now." That was hot. Oh no, she was like, "Let's do this right now." Dropped her pants and said, "Let's get this over before the kids wake up." Let's go. They almost caught you last time, right? Which is which is interesting because 15 minutes earlier, she almost kissed Preacher on the mouth. Oh well, it looked like he almost was going to kiss her. Yeah, he leaned in to kiss and her. I was like, she oh, wasn't pulling oh, away. Oh, oh, and then it didn't happen. I'm like, oh come on. Which is why she and the mayor probably won't be together. She probably figures I'm going to end up with. Preacher's. And she they got she got all horny, and now she's just going to do it with Miles. Right. So, overall, oh, oh, we did see a flashback. We saw flashbacks of Preacher as a kid where his, his father was a preacher. Yeah. And Jesse was kind of like setting up the church with the Bibles and whatever. Right, but his father beat him for misbehaving oh, with a whip. 
smoking. Caught right. him smoking. Right. And then did you catch when they were at the office or a hospital or whatever they were? Um, yeah, Jesse, what was that? So Jesse was sitting outside a door that said um, Ode uh, Kincannon, which is the boss the on boss. the show. But this is obviously like 25 years ago. His father comes out and it was like moaning, like whoever was still in the room was in pain or whatever. Yeah. And he says, come on, son, some people can't be helped. I got the impression his father beat the crap out of him. See, I, I didn't know what had happened. I knew it was bad because he dragged Jesse up in the middle of the night and woke him up and had him sit there. And then he went in there and he came out. So there's some, there's definitely a history between the, uh, Jesse's family and his father and, and Odin. Did you notice that when Jesse was little in that flashback, he stole that ashtray? Yeah. And then the scene fast forwarding was Jesse Preacher as an adult smoking and he was yes. using that same ashtray. Yeah. So he kept it all this time. He did keep it. So I don't know if there's a huge significance there, but he kept it. So he goes to visit Kin Cannon, and they're building a model of uh, a war re- a recreation, I guess. And he says, please come to church. He's trying to get everybody to come to church. And he says, look, you're the town leader. You're the big, the richest guy in town. If you come, everyone will come. And Kin Cannon says, I don't care about religion. I'm not doing it. I don't care. Uh, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in an afterlife. This is it. And he says, I'll, do, I'll tell you what. You've always wanted my father's huge piece of land. If you come and I can't make you a Christian and make you appreciate church, I'll give you the land. He goes, it's the only piece of land in this town you don't own. A large piece of land. Yeah, large right. piece. So he wants this bad. So he shows up to church. Preacher gives a sermon. And he says to him, are you going to let... Uh, will, you, will you serve God? Will you serve God? And he says, nope, didn't work. Not going to happen. This was so easy. I win. And he says, will you serve God? Keep saying it to him. He's like, I told you the first time. I'm not doing Everybody's looking. Everyone in the church is looking. So he gets up and he's like, I win. See ya. It didn't work. So then, you know what's going to happen. He uses his spiritual power on him. His, his demon voice. His, yeah, and he's like, will you serve, you will serve God. And he goes, yeah, of course I will. Yeah, of Yeah, course. of course, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he, he, listen, he sort of used it for good, I guess. So we'll see where that goes. I wonder how literally he's going to take it, like the Ned Ryerson guy. Yeah, is he going like, to serve like, God by giving him food? Like, Yeah, like, is he going to do it literally like that guy did? We'll have to see what he's going to do. Yeah, open your heart to your mother and he ripped his literally heart out. Literally cut his own heart out. Yeah. So that's that's it. If you missed the episode, that's really it. That's pretty much it. So no really big fights, not a lot of sci-fi, no vampiring. Oh, quick quick thing. Um, when uh, Fiora and DeBlanc were in that hotel, that weird phone when it rang, oh, okay. is that like heaven calling? All right, or there, so yeah, or so people because so, they were terrified to answer it. So what you're talking about? They have this music box looking thing, and but the, this isn't the tinier version. Well, this is yeah, yeah, and, and so the tall one. Says Lurch. We yeah. We should we should call them and let them know we're, you know we're here and what's going on. And the shorter guy says, "But we're here without permission. They don't know we're here. We we we're not supposed to be here. We can't call them. And what, whoever they're going to call up in wherever they're from, space or whatever, would be on this box. So at the end of the episode, the phone rings. He answers the phone, and it's not the phone, and it's the box ringing. Yes. Which it rings like a phone, which is kind of weird. It sounds exactly like a phone. So, you know, E.T. phone home, this box. <laughs> so the, if they're aliens or from heaven or from hell, whatever, they're being called. Yes. So maybe next week we find out something. So here's what I'm going to say. This podcast is off for two weeks. In the next two... Don't cry. <laughs> In the next two weeks, let's see if the show picks up. Yes. Uh, if, you, if you're still with us during this podcast, tweet us and let us know if we should... But well, we're going to keep going. But if, are you liking the show? Are you liking the podcast? Do you like the podcast despite the fact you may be a little bored by the show? I think the show has got something there. I just think the last couple episodes were a little slow. Yeah. 
So, hashtag walkers and talkers. Hashtag preacher feature if you want. <laughs> but, uh, you know, tweet us at David underscore Brody and at JMegs514. And we'll when we tweet this out, uh, when we post it, reply to the post and let us know what you think of it. Um, we know our numbers are good. We know people are listening. So let us know if, if you're still liking Preacher. You guys. If, if we should um, change how we do the podcast. In other words, maybe don't break down the episode as much uh, until it gets better, like we did today. And just BS about other stuff like The Walking Dead and Star, Star Wars. Wars and meeting Mark Hamill at <laughs> Carnegie Hall in Manhattan and him lying about not getting in the after party. I still love you, Mark Hamill. Anyway, so there you go. So that's it, episode 13. That's L- a wrap. Lucky, unlucky, I don't know. But thank you for listening. Thank you, guys.